the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Tomorrow can be bigger. Just grow, let the world overflow. Yeah. Live a life bigger than yourself. You're created for greatness. Live a life bigger than yourself. This is the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. The Word of God is full of life-changing power. So our prayer is that this broadcast equips you to live a life so big that it impacts everyone and everything around you. Remember to hit the notification bell on YouTube to get this teaching and worship with us live each week. Let's join Bishop Greer. We're going to be in Galatians chapter 3 and verse 1. And I have a strange title today. Stuck on stupid. How many of y'all know somebody stuck on stupid? How many of y'all ever been stuck on stupid yourselves? Well, we're going to find actually that's a biblical concept. Father, open eyes, illuminate hearts. Father, we ventured out of our homes into this house of worship because we need you. So Father, as we invest our bodies, our souls, our ears, our eyes, every part of us into worship and into hearing, meet us and we'll give you all the glory for what you accomplish. And the church says, amen. Amen. Galatians 3 and verse 1. Paul begins this chapter by the Holy Spirit speaking with an authority that few apostles or leaders of his time could replicate. Paul was no joke. And he looked at his congregation and he begins by saying, oh foolish Galatians. Now the term translated foolish here literally means to be non-thinking, mindless, or plain stupid. It took guts for Paul to speak this way, but he needed to ensure that the church he established not only had life-changing spiritual power, but wisdom. A comedian once said, never underestimate the power of stupid people in large groups. (laughs) Sad but true. You say, Bishop, that doesn't sound motivational. Well, my goal is not just to be motivational, but to understand God's word. 
And sometimes God has to speak in us in tones that we'll hear and understand. If you're like me, you don't always understand nice. How many of you have raised children? Yeah. Children don't always understand nice. So sometimes you got to take a certain tone. You have to say things in a way that will get their attention. So Paul said, oh foolish Galatians, then he digs in deeper, who has bewitched you? Who cast a spell on you? Why are you acting like mental zombies? I like what a pastor in D.C. said. He said, faith is not logical, but it isn't illogical either. Faith is theological. It doesn't ignore reality. It just adds God to the equation. Anything plus God, including death or a heart attack, equals a different outcome. Who has bewitched you? Who have you been listening to? What TV programs, radio shows? Who's gotten into your ear that you should not obey? Not just be encouraged by, motivated from, but obey the truth. Clear thinking always ends in obedience to God. If God is truly God, how many of you believe God is God? And he inspired this book. Submission is our only logical response to it. Anything else is religious. Anything else is deception. If you say you love God but don't do what he says, you don't really know him yet as you ought to know. You see, endless debates about faith and works are like asking what blade of the scissor is more important. You see, it takes faith and works. We are saved by faith alone, but real faith is never alone. It's always accompanied by corresponding action. When Jesus said to Peter, come, Peter didn't just say, I believe it in my heart. Because he believed it, he stepped down and stepped out on the water. So when faith is real, actions will automatically follow. The challenge is some put the cart before the horse and it's all about works and they really don't have faith. But Jesus teaches, the Bible teaches that the result of genuine faith is right living and doing. Before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as what crucified. Paul taught like we do here. You couldn't get through a service without somebody illuminating Jesus. You see, our goal on Sundays 
And I know we differ and some people get mad at me over this, but my goal is not Democrat or Republican. It's not Baptist or Pentecostal. It's not environmentalist, anti-environmentalist, guns or no guns. It is the kingdom of Jesus. And wherever his word lands, that's where I land. So if what Jesus says is popular, we're popular. But if what he says is unpopular, I'm not going to be popular. Because I'm going to stay with this word. And then he's engaging the Galatian church here. He wants them to think and he's, 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 he wants them to process. He said, I want, he's asking really a question. I want to learn something from you. What, what happened is the church got under the spell of trying to be deep and they got overly complicated. They started majoring on minors and make mountains out of molehills. They, they built unnecessary relational walls instead of building bridges. And listen, church, there are things worth fighting for, but not everything. The color of the carpet is irrelevant. Whether I have on slacks or jeans has nothing to do with the word spoken. You see, people that really know God, godly people can have different opinions about minor things without attacking the integrity of those who disagree. So you've heard it say, well, you, you can disagree without being disagreeable. You could disagree without being a jerk is what Paul is saying there. And he's asking them questions. He's trying to get them to think. And that's what I'm doing on Sundays. I'm not just trying to preach at you. I'm trying to get you to think, trying to get you to process, trying to help you own what the Scripture says about your life and and your future. He said, did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law? Did the Holy Spirit save you? Did God deliver you after you understood all the genealogies in the Bible? Did did, did God set you free and heal your body after you you obeyed all 613 commandments in the Old Testament from the heart? Did did the Holy Spirit come into your life after you decided between Arminianism and and, and Calvinism? Did did, did God come in your life after you were sure about the complexion of, of Jesus or the exact date of his return? No. And what happens is we, we could become too deep for our own good. And they started asking, answering questions that, 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 that were irrelevant and, and really didn't matter. He said, did, did you receive the greatest gift God could give by the law or by the hearing of faith? Meaning, did your walk with God really begin when you had it all figured out, when you had it all worked out, or because you trusted the one who did. Isaiah 40 and 12 says, we worship the God who measured the seas in the palm of his hand. We worship the God who, between his pinky and thumb, marked off 
the heavens. The one who took our greatest hills, our greatest mountains, and weighed them on a balance that sat on the corner of his desk. We worship a great and mighty God. And a Christian's confidence is not so much and always in what he thinks he knows, but in who he knows. Even that which I know, I don't know perfectly yet. But who I know. Who we, we receive the, the communion elements because we're in covenant with God become man, took on flesh, spoke like no one else, did miracles like no one else. Then they killed him, but he rose up on the third day. We, I don't understand all his parables. I, I, don't, I don't understand everything he said. But I know he loves me. I know he's for me. I know he's true. And because of who he is, I have confidence that I'm going to be okay. So Paul digs in. And again, he's not like a lot of pastors today. He really digs in. and he, He's dealing with his people here. And before he called them foolish, now he calls them so foolish. Are you so foolish? That word again, a word you don't use in polite conversation. But I've passed it for a long time and I found that age, titles, degrees, they don't protect us from foolishness. How many of y'all know some old, educated The only thing that can really protect us from our folly is listening to God. You see, all faith is, it's really, really simple. It's just looking at life from God's perspective. You see, the problem is I'm only six-something feet tall. I can only see things from, from this perspective. But he who sits high looks low. He sees every curve. He sees every turn. He knows exactly what we need. Just last week, I'm like, God, why am I sitting here? How come my, my test, it keeps coming back? I'm, I'm positive. But that positive test was worked together for good. That positive test kept me out of the pulpit. Got Andre in the pulpit. And he has a moment, the only safer place he could have been was in the hospital. But God works even horrible situations. He can work it for good. Then then he goes on, he says, listen, before y'all got so deep, before you had everything figured out, having begun in the spirit, You started out just trusting God like like a child. You didn't know everything, but but, but you knew who your daddy was. When I was five years old, I didn't have to understand. My my father was an engineer. I didn't have to understand calculus and engine. I just knew who my daddy was. Having begun in the spirit, 
Are you now being made perfect by the flesh? You came to God believing and receiving. But now you want to shift the paradigm back to earning and deserving. You know, when my parents took me from the hospital, I did nothing good. And I didn't understand that until I brought my children from the hospital. All we had were dirty diapers, a child that screamed through the night, kept taking my wife from me, (laughs) physically injured her, and she gave birth. It wasn't because my child did anything good. It was because that baby was mine. And when you come to God by faith, you recognize you come with dirty diapers. You come crying in the night. You come not being able to talk the way you should talk. Your manners aren't together. All you have is the fact you belong to him. And when faith gets more complicated than that, it's not faith anymore. It's something different. Are you now being made perfect by the flesh? You can't go forward walking backwards. All that matters in my life and in your life is what Jesus did for me, what God does in me, and what he does through me. Grace is simply understanding that every right we have comes from the goodness and the kindness of God. Yes, we have rights, but it's by his mercy. And then he continues, and if he was standing there, his face would be red. He said, have you suffered so many things in vain, if indeed it is in vain? What does it matter if a a runner runs a whole race and and that runner is is right up front, he he or she she is ahead, but then quits right before the finish line? No matter how long you, you were ahead, it doesn't matter, no trophy, no reward, because you quit right before you won. Here I want to say to you, after all the struggle, all that you've gone through, are you really going to give up on faith right before you win? See, I I wish it wasn't so, but my greatest breakthroughs always came after my greatest difficulties. You know, I said this to the men a couple weeks ago. But one of the reasons the sound barrier had not been broken for a lot of years, although we had the technology to do it, is because right when an airplane would bump up against the sound barrier, the plane would start shaking and rattling and and it seemed like the plane was going to come apart. Because right before you, you, you break through that barrier, and that's why it's called the barrier, sound barrier. That's why you hear a sonic boom, because something shifts, because you break that barrier. And what happens in life, often it's when our arms are shaking and and we're trying, God, I think I'm coming apart. I'm about to lose my mind, God. That's when you need to hold on, because you're about to break through if you hold on. 
but you got to hold on. You got to keep your foot on, on, on that pedal and, and keep moving through, 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 through the air. It takes courage to hang on when things are shaking like that. But every breakthrough in my life, I looked like that. I was a little embarrassed at how I looked because I was sweating, perspiring. I thought I had faith, but I was questioning, am I going to get through it? Am I really going to get to the other side? Have you suffered so many things in vain? If indeed it was in vain. Verse 5. Therefore he who supplies. The Greek here is, is literally fully supplies. Meaning God fully supplies. Now we may not receive it. But God fully supplies the Holy Spirit with no empty space left. Therefore, he who fully supplies the Spirit to you. You see, when my cabinets are full, there's no fear of hunger. If my car is full of gas, there's nowhere I can't go. And when I'm full of God, There's nothing I can't do. You see, my my biggest test in life is not pressure from the outside, but it's staying full of God's spirit on the inside. Will I let bitterness, anger, and frustration push away the manifest presence of God? So God looks at my life with his arms tied because I've locked out. God's presence. The test is is not the pressures out there. It's can I hold on to God when things seem to be coming apart and shaking and and I thought I was in the will of God. How is this happening? The test is can I hold on in moments like that. Therefore, he who supplies the spirit to you, watch this, and works miracles among you. God is still a miracle worker. A man with 90% of his blood not pumping, walking, talking, making jokes, confounding doctors. He actually showed me a picture of his heart before and after. He opened, they opened his arteries. He had a stint in there, sorry. And there was no blood. There was no blood moving from the heart in one picture. But when they opened the stench, you can all of a sudden see blood moving through his body. How do you not die? Therefore, he who supplies the spirit, watch this, and works miracles among you. Does he do it by the works of the law? Did he do it because Andre Milton is perfect? How many of y'all know Andre? (laughs) Or does he do it by the hearing of faith? Does God do what he does because we get everything right? No. Or because we trust his promises. 
Then he said, just as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. This is Genesis 15 and 6. Abraham was in a situation. He wanted to give up. He was getting tired. It was taking too long. He was frustrated. And, 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 and he's just, oh, I'm, I'm done. How, how, you know, since I have no children, how, how am I going to have this seed, this promised Messiah, and I can't have a baby? God, you've been talking and talking and talking, but I don't see no baby. So he's frustrated. How many of y'all, okay, see you, you understand. Yeah. But he kept talking to God. That's why don't pull away from prayer when, when you have doubts and fears and, and, and you're frustrated. Lean in more. And, and he kept the faith. Now, this is an illustration I'm going to show you on the slide um, that, that, that really helped me. Now, we have a, a lot of things that, 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 that's a little stretch. But over there, we have things that matter in life. And uh, we have fewer things that we can control. In, in life. Now, when I'm worried, I start focusing on all the things that matter. That, that entire blue circle. And I'm stressed out and a mess. But the only thing I should really focus on are the things that matter and the things that I can control. You've been listening to Live Big with Bishop Derek Greer. Join us next time as we continue this teaching. We pray that God's Word has equipped you to think big, do big, and live big in a way that your life overflows and blesses those around you. If you want to learn more about becoming a Christian or you feel that you need to rededicate your life to Christ, we want to walk you through the steps to do so. Go to gracechurchva.org salvation to find out more and watch videos from Bishop Greer that will guide you into your life in Christ. Again, that's gracechurchva.org salvation. We invite you to worship with us online each Sunday on our YouTube channel at GraceChurchVATV. While you're there, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all of our latest content. That's our time for today. Until next time, remember, you have what it takes in Christ to live big. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.